Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. This is Extra Time, the week at Newcastle United at a glance. However, as you've seen in the last few episodes, we, we more than glance at a few things and it might be things that you've de definitely not glanced at this week already. Uh, my name's Emil, uh, Jess is with us. How's your week Hello. been, Jess? Um, I'm in isolation, so not great. My uh, boyfriend's got the Rona, so I'm stuck in the house. So not, on, not how, ideal. Oh, inconsiderate of him. I know, I know. Him and, him and everyone else going on, <laughs> coughing on people. Uh, yeah, we wish you, wish, wish you both a speedy recovery. Um, but of course, it does not affect the fact that you're able to celebrate being a Newcastle United fan in this week of weeks. Um, I'm also joined by uh, Kristen, who's uh, done a few of the extra time with us uh, in Project Restart. Those were enjoyable, weren't they, Kristen? Those, those thumping defeats that we suffered. Yeah, it was great to analyse that. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, have I got a treat for you? Um, we will sink our teeth into Mr. Bruce shortly. Uh, also got um, my mate Dean. Dean, you know, what's your fame? Oh, my fame? Oh, I've got no fame, me. I mean, <laughs> am, I, am I really famous? No, no, I'm not famous at all. <laughs> you're, just, you're just known in the northeast area. I'm just known in the northeast area. Yeah. Just, that's it, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the Anfield Plain area. Okay, well, um, yeah, not not a bad seven days for Newcastle United. Um, well, that, that of course is the, the the last three have probably been the worst ones. Um, we had two wins this time last week. Concerning things being shown in the Blackburn game, uh, but the big story was Sunday afternoon. Everyone sitting down for a match, and a lot of people saying "fuck that" in the first five minutes. <laughs> One of which was Alan San Maximan, apparently. Uh, Newcastle started an unchanged 11. Steve Bruce is fairly the plan. Kristen, take the stage. What did you make of that? Uh, yeah, it, it formed for me what is a consistent pattern that they don't seem to have a plan. I, I might have talked about this before, but when I try and identify how Newcastle intend to get the ball from back to front, I don't see a consistent pattern. Now, to be fair, I know there are people probably that are watching this thinking, that's fine, we've won games, we stayed up, you know, we did well last season. 
there is a concern though that that form or that look will turn against us at some point because again to dive right into the nerd pile for a second the analytics for last season were really concerning in terms of goals expected goals scored expected goals conceded we should really have been on the bottom of the pile and by some miracle it hasn't happened now granted i get it stats aren't everything blah 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 but that performance for me on sunday highlighted one of the major issues which is they went into the game with the same starting 11 as the week before and no adaptations for the opponent they were about to face. And within five, 10 minutes, the whole thing had fallen apart, two nil down, and it didn't really look like they were going to get back in it. So I'm just a little bit concerned about Bruce's willingness to try and adapt to opponents because I feel like this season, now he's had one full one behind him, teams aren't going to have this unknown quantity when they come against Newcastle. They know what to expect a lot more. Yeah, um, that's kind of put a bit on myself. That was uh, perfect. Thank you. Um, but it, it was a nightmare start. But you mentioned the unchanged eleven there, Jess. I mean, I know we're his biggest fan, but did you have any concerns at the fact that Andy Carroll was starting ahead of Almiron that everyone seemed to be picking up on? Yeah, I think um, I think Almiron he's he's proved himself now. I think he, he, uh, I, I think he should be in the start. Obviously, I don't want to say every game, but he should be near enough to start in eleven every game now. He's um, I mean, we'll touch on it later, but the like the game last night as well. I think that just proves it even further. But Andy Carroll just he doesn't look in in as I lo- I love him and I want him to do well and I'm always willing him, but he just he doesn't look like he's ever gonna he's never gonna score. I think I, th- I think we do, we do we just need to start Almiron and I, I don't know I don't know what it is that Bruce seems to have against him or I I don't really. I don't really, un- I can't understand the logic why he's not starting. To be honest, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't really understand. But I, fe- I just felt like Bruce hadn't really done his homework on Sunday, especially that. Um, I'll, I'll forget his name now. Lamptey. Lamptey. Yeah. yeah. Lamptey. I feel like it, he was just left. It was free reign. It was just like you do what you want, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think it was very naive to go in with the same starting eleven and to, yeah, it, we, we were caught out basically. Yeah. Yeah, um, Lamptey really was uh, uh, just amazing. You know, it was just as well he came off in the second half. God knows what he could have. Michael J for Hope for the Warriors. Started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune. Military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones. Now, almost 20 years later, they've aided over 53,000 service members, veterans, and families with confidential, high-quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost to post-9-11 vets and their families. Over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go to hopeforthewarriors.org. If he'd been on for a full two, Hobbs. Um, But Alan San Maximan didn't have a great start to the game. Dean, um, I know, well, like like every Newcastle fan, you want to see him providing the goods. But I think this is one of the first times where we've seen him have a terrible start, gave away the penalty. Uh, Lamptey was just running at him and he just couldn't handle it and then went off with a, an early injury. I mean, d- d- what, what, what do you suggest for when a player has such a bad start like that? Well, the thing is with the Saint is, um, we saw against Spurs last year when Joe Litton got his first goal. It, was he in, like, yes, he was strong with injury, but like he was, wasn't up for the game. You could see him get outran on the pitch. He was, wasn't up for the game. And I think we're saying, I don't think he was injured. I just think he couldn't handle that kid from Brighton. Because as soon as he got the better of Saint, Saint was not interested at all. Yeah. Now, then the game just went downhill from there. And I think uh, you, you, both Jess and Kristen are right. 
Bruce and Doc do his homework. In my opinion, you start Miggy because Miggy can match his pace, and Miggy did. In the second half, that's why they brought him off, to be honest with you, Brighton, because yeah. Miggy was matching his pace all the time, and he was constantly getting the ball back from him. And again, it, it is worrying because I, I don't get us wrong, I, I don't mind Steve Bruce. I mean, I'm not his biggest fan, but I don't. I, I, it does concern us when he doesn't go in with a plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, do we, we might get you to do uh, one of your famous team talks that you do on Voice Notes to me later on, but we'll we'll see. Dean does a cracking Steve Bruce impression, so we'll see if it <laughs> corks it out of him by the end of the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were outclassed, but uh, Kristen, I know we'll spend a bit of time on this game because I think it, it's still important and fresh in the memory despite the, the thumping of Morecambe. Um, a lot of people were saying that Brighton came and played the exact same game that they played against us twice last year except this time they scored and, and really damaged us. Graham Potter is just a different kind of manager. And, and we saw what Dean said there about seeing the problem with, that Lamperty was having and then nullifying Almiron once again by bringing on, um, was it was it Bryce, uh, who, the fellow, the, the Geordie lad who came on? Um, Dan Bird, Bird. Sorry, Bird, Ben Bird, sorry, yeah, who came on. Um, I mean, what do, you, what do you make of Brighton's setup? I mean, it didn't change drastically from what I saw against Chelsea or, or what I saw towards the back end of the season, really. It was wing-backs and using them to stretch the pitch and stretch the opponent. The The thing for me when I came away from that game is it's a real obvious lesson that there's a difference between a formation and a system. A formation is how you guys line up when you're in possession or when the game kicks off. But realistically, you need an idea for what you're going to do in possession and out of possession. And I just didn't really see that from Newcastle. I saw massive space between midfield and defence. And there, I think Michael Cox put up a, a screenshot at some point where you can see the three Brighton attackers in absolute acres of space. And all you've got to do is play it through Shelby, who I'm not going to isolate every single player that I didn't think played well. I'm a little bit concerned about him in, in a 4-4-2 system as well, because I don't think he's quite got the, the legs to get around the pitch and offer something defensively. And if you're just reducing him to a long-range passer, that's great. But even I mean, then, his set players were atrocious as well from Shelby. Every single yeah. ball was just wasted. And I mean, to go back to the point about Saint Shelby's another one of those where if he's not fancying it and it, you know the chips are down, you, you need the players that are going to run through a wall, and it just isn't happening for him. Yeah, that's that's part of it as well. Is that I think when you rely on individuals like that and lean towards a more talismanic approach. If they do have an off game, you are in trouble. You really are. And I think the thing with St. Maximan for me, he just didn't look confident in his body. Like I, mm. I don't, dis don't, don't disagree with Dean. I think there was a little element of him not really fancying chasing back and getting to his own defensive third because that's not what we've enjoyed for the last 12 months or however long we've had him. But yeah. I think by the same token, the kind of injuries he's had these small strains on his hamstrings and such, you can't rush someone back like that. And I feel like there's such a, an emphasis to get him straight back into the team that it's just going to be a vicious cycle where we'll throw him back in, he'll strain him yeah. off. Couple do you think there'll oh, still be again. that the fact that we've got Fraser now, though? Do you, think, do you think there's not a little bit of a reduced pressure to have him in every week? There is, but the tr the trouble is, is that this team is based on the idea of having Almiron, Fraser and some maximum behind Wilson. And, yeah. and those three being essentially floating playmakers, I imagine, is what's being told to them, is just go into the final third and do what you need to do. But if you then try and put another player in there, maybe he thinks Jacob Murphy is that player. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I thought he was quite decent against Morecambe, but the caveat there is it's Morecambe with the greatest of respect to a team in League Two that just got beat 5-0 at the weekend. So... <laughs> I, I oh, just, burn. Oh, burn. It's, <laughs> I, 
Uh, yeah, but I so think my aim this season is to have a picture of Steve Bruce in that frame behind you by by May, April, whenever whenever we get to that point. I'll I'll just add it. I'll stick him on top. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I I think obviously Steve Bruce has to have some leeway in terms of finding what he thinks is his best eleven. But the issue I have with these people that say it's only two games, it's it's not. Like it's upwards of a year now that he's had with a three month break in between where he could have sat down and thought, okay, how do I want this team to play? And this is a manager that was saying in 2011, I don't really do tactics when he was asked about a Christmas tree formation. Like, I I don't think this is something that's just going to magically fix itself in time. He's potentially going to need to bring in a coach or ask his coach and stuff to do more of that work because I don't think he is predisposed to do it personally. Well, there we go. Um, that, that's what you're here for, Kristen. We need we needed that, <laughs> that full uh, dissection of that that horrific game. Um, Jess, I was just going to say that we, we spoke about it in the our little group chat about how you thought it might have been a little bit of bruised ego, the injury that uh, Sam yeah, Maxman I, was suffering as well. And Kristen said about tracking back and stuff, and Dean said about it too, and it's not going his way. Yeah, it, it seemed a bit like spitting the dummy out. Like mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like he's he's kind of so used to running rings around people and like doing his little step overs and he's always getting away with it and like he, I, I feel again he used the phrase caught out I feel like he was caught out on Sunday and he didn't like it and obviously it, he gave he gave away the penalty which was just ridiculous just like a really really stupid mistake and I feel like that was just like right well that's me done and yeah. from then on he just looked he just he didn't look interested at all and I think him coming off was absolutely the right thing to do. Yeah, well, we, we hope it doesn't happen again. That, that's the main thing. Uh, I know that some will say overreaction. Some will say, like you say, Kristen, that this hasn't been just going on for the, the two games. This has been uh, a, a long time coming. And um, who knows, if, if that goal, of uh, if that shot's header from Wilson had gone in, uh, it could have been a different story. But sometimes in football, it just doesn't go your way. And uh, we can't break the spell against Brighton in the Premier League. It's It's so annoying. They're like, do you remember when we couldn't beat Southampton ever? Like, they used to just be our bogey team. Like, I used to think that Shearer went back to Southampton and just couldn't score. Newcastle were afraid to beat them. It was horrible, horrible games against them. Uh, the only kind of victory that, that Newcastle got was the red card. Um, I think that was like the cause for celebration on Twitter. Jamal Blumen Lewis, the beautiful boy, getting kicked in the face. I forgot um, that even happened. I, know, I, honestly, well, I honestly forgot that I, even happened. I don't think Jamal did. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he did. But, um, you know, look, lucky him getting to miss the rest of the match with, with no vision. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think a lot of Newcastle fans envied him at that point. Um, he is OK. Sadly, we didn't get to see him play with the bandage on his head because he might have scored one of Shearer's free kicks. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, it's it's a shame about that game and um, good news about Jamal Lewis he has been talking this week uh, saying that he wasn't interested in Newcastle as soon as Newcastle came in he was uh, happy to come in and join the Mags so um, good for him um, already winning fans so uh, speedy recovery I don't actually know what's wrong with him but um, I think he's just lost all vision um, so it, it was it was a disappointing weekend it was the highest scoring Premier League week ever Newcastle contributing to that by helping Brighton get three and uh, doing their bit for the football, uh, fantasy football managers who have any Brighton players. Um, There's been talk this week, still no new signings, which is ridiculous. Sorted out, Lee Charnley. Um, Rodrigo Vilca, the Peruvian, is uh, potentially got a future. 120,000 transfer fee. His brother hopes it might happen. Dean, would you be happy to see another like uh, young and come in like Perez? 
And, uh, you know, a brother who cuts his own hair. I think we're getting like a Mark II or something. To be honest with you, I have not seen much of the kids, but I think anyone who's creative and he's young and got a bright future could be an asset to us. I mean, Perez, when he first signed for us, I remember a lot of people were against it, saying, oh, same with Tenerife. Who's Tenerife? You know what I mean? But the thing with Perez is right. In his latter years for us, he was his best. I mean, he was, he was our top score scorer twice in the Premier League. Yep. Two yep. years in a row. Um, it's a shame we sold him to Leicester, but hopefully it's a good sign. But I don't think we need that. I think we need a proven player who's a creative midfield player who can run a midfield and not get outrun like our midfielders do. I mean, I love Hayden the bits. I think he can help us massively. But Shelby, like we've said before, when Shelby's not in his game, he's got no legs, he's got no pace. Yeah, yes. he, he gets outrun all the time. He does a couple of Hollywood balls. But half the time, they're just, you just, I mean, half of them are floaters. He's a free kick. It's like a float. Just he's floating in the box. It's even, there's no drive out. There's no force. Mm. So I feel like we need someone in there who's going to be like a creative midfielder because I, I can't see it at the minute who's going to step up that rule. Now, Michael J for Hope for the Warriors. Started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune. Military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones. Now, almost 20 years later, they've aided over 53,000 service members, veterans, and families with confidential, high-quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost to post 9-11 vets and their families. Over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go to hopefortheWarriors.org and run the midfield. Yeah, do you know much about this uh, fella, Kristen? Have you seen anything about him? Is it Deportivo Municipal or something like that? He's... Oh, said like you were born in Lima. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've watched some very brief clips on Scout, so I'm not going to profess to be an expert in the lad. It, it looks like he's got a decent eye for a pass and from speaking to a colleague of mine down in Peru, he said that the main issue for him at the minute is his physicality. He's just very thin, very kind of uh, slight. So a bit of steak and eggs, that kind of thing, or, or whatever the modern equivalent is. It's not surprising they'll probably loan him out, I think, if it comes through. That's everything that I've read so far. But yeah, it, it sounds to me like a bit of a punt, really, for a, a few hundred thousand. That's kind of what Perez was, I think. But yeah. it, uh, it worked as out. As long well. as he's not yeah. thrust into his debut by getting put on against Man City and nearly scoring. I was at that game and Perez came on and everyone was like, oh Christ, are we really turning to this young? And he nearly scored and uh, we, we gave the game to Man City that week. But um, let's see what happens. Um, if, if it means that Inca Cola starts getting stocked in the club shop, I am all for it. But um, <laughs> from what I've heard, that yellow stuff is actually uh, illegal in the UK. But if you ever get to go to Peru or, or that neck of the woods, Inca Cola is the best drink you'll ever taste. It's basically iron brew, but it looks like piss. Um, <laughs> so the, the, the is other that what trans- it says on the label? <laughs> in, in, but in Peruvian. In Peruvian. Uh, Donde esta a bottle of piss? Um Julio Giorgio there for you. Um, we, did, we did miss out on the glorious return of 35-year-old uh, Oberfemi Martins, who has actually uh, gone to tackle coronavirus uh, head-on by joining Wuhan Zhao. Um, I don't know if anyone Ooh. spotted the team he's actually got to join. He's actually gone to Wuhan. Um, you know, coronavirus, Great. we need a vaccine. Uh, people said, fuck that. No, we'll have Oberfemi Martins instead <laughs> doing backflips to entertain the troops. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that can't be his real age, can it, Jess? I, I, well, I, I'd seen that he'd gone somewhere. I didn't see that it was Wuhan, like very brave of him. But... Yeah, Wuhan Zell. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. But um, if that's yeah, wrong, thir- by the way, I'm sorry. <laughs> thir- Thirty-five. That's he's, he's he's not. He's absolutely not. Is he? 
Either way, it he still the, looks younger than Charlie Adam. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you see, <laughs> I seen that the picture I did where they put Charlie Adam next to Cristiano Ronaldo, and it's absolutely wow. horrifying. It's horrific. Scotland I think, and Madeira honestly, for there. Is, what is he, like 34 or something? I don't think he's 35, that's for sure. It's, honestly, it's, 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 honestly shock, it's shocking. Absolutely shocking. Bless him. <laughs> yeah, bless Charlie Adam. Bless him. Um, <laughs> An illustrious career that he's building for himself there. Uh, yeah, if Obafemi Martin's 35, that must make Atsu about 50, I think. Um, <laughs> next, we're, we're going to move swiftly on because nothing really happened uh, apart from doom and gloom um, after the Brighton game. We, we moved straight to um, the Cup game uh, on Wednesday night, depending on when you watch this. Uh, Newcastle beat Morecambe 7-0. We don't get to say <laughs> that uh, very often, but they certainly brought the sunshine. Um I like these cup games being quite quick. Dean, are you enjoying having like a, a cup game once a week and league game? It's, it's like Sunday league, isn't it? Well, it's nice because if you get beat at the weekend, you have to celebrate during the week. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a win-win, really, isn't it? So don't speak too yeah. soon about Newport. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. It was good, wasn't it? And um, Christian, you spotted uh, about Jacob Murphy there, saying that he was um, playing pretty well. I think the one thing, despite it being Morecambe, with all that respect, um, he seems to have won his place and um, there's no loan spell for him. And, and the aforementioned Atsu looks to be uh, on his way. So Murphy ultimately taking that space in the squad. Do you think that he's still got life at Newcastle? Um, yeah. I, I don't know what you guys think, but when he first came, I felt like he was such a confidence player and because he didn't really hit the ground running it just sapped all of his momentum. Like, he'd come from a good Norwich side where he'd done well with his brother, and he just seemed to really freeze up when he got in the Premier League. Now, he's had a decent season at Sheffield Wednesday last year, where I think he hit similar numbers to what he got in his last year at Norwich. So it feels like there's just a little bit more momentum behind him this time, and he, he does seem a little bit stockier from some of the photographs I've seen. So I'm up for giving him a try. I don't see why not. He seems to be quite direct. I don't think he's one for tricks, really. It's it's a bit of kick and rush, which is a bit more old school. But, yeah, I, th I think you can't turn away a player like that because he, he could have a future. And, and the investment in him, which was, what, I think 12 million at the time? About, you, yeah, yeah, why yeah. would you loan him out in the last year of his deal? Play him, and if it works, it works, and then you can negotiate a new deal for him. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a shop window for Jacob Murphy if it doesn't work as well. So yeah, he looked good last night. He he ran through the ball at times. He got himself an actual goal. I think everyone was rooting for that, uh, apart from those who have uh, been throwing darts at him for the last two years. Um, and 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 yeah, I'm I'm happy to see him there. He's a Newcastle fan. Let's not forget uh, him and his brother. That was part of the announcement. Um, and and yeah, I mean, is there any other players? I don't think there's ever been a player who's who's signed for a scone away on on loan and then maybe brought forced their way back into the team. I, th I know we're hoping to see that with Lejeune. I don't know. Does anyone can anyone think of anyone who's kind yeah. of left and come back? Was was did Gufran got on loan? Never him back for the championship. No, I think he he stayed for the championship, didn't he? We I mean, before the championship, did he get loaned out? The first season McLaren, then did he get brought back? I mean, my only example would be Shoulder Amiobi. Keegan farmed him out, didn't he? And then um, he went to Stoke, and I think he played for Palace after Pardew uh, when he finally left. But that, that interim bit, he went to Stoke for half a season, came back, and he was firing all, all cylinders when uh, when we had that Pardew season. Amiobi had his kind of swan song, didn't he? But um, Joe Linton scored twice, which is, which is good news. Um, we have just noticed this afternoon that... Um, which is a real shame, real shame. And, and we yeah. commented about this last week, about the comments that we received 
even though we jokingly titled the video, How Do You Solve a Problem Like Joe Linton? Uh, we did sadly get a few comments back uh, alluding to shooting him, uh, which isn't good. But Joe Linton has now uh, disabled actual comments on an Instagram of him scoring two goals last night, uh, one of which was an absolute beauty. Um, the other was a bit of a tap-in. There was a third thing that I think a lot of fans seem to be focusing on, Jess, despite the guy scoring two goals. I mean, what, what is going wrong here? It's... I think once our... Not to generalise, but I think our fans, once they get something in their head and they get a target, no matter what they do, they'll, they'll focus on the negative. So, like you say, he scored two goals. One was an absolute screamer. And then there was the... It was was it just after his first one? Um, just after his first one, Murphy put the ball in, well, yeah, bounced Murphy, off the line. Yeah, and he he basically he did he he stood back and watched, and I, like in the group chat we were saying, it's it's as if he's too, he was too nice, like he didn't want to claim the goal as his own. So I, that that was my thought of it, which you can't really do. Like you need like a you I do I'd rather he was had like a striker's instinct and just went for it rather than just stood back and thought. But at the same time, he still scored two. So why focus on that? Why focus on why focus on him making like one error when he's done? He's got he's literally scored two goals, and like I said, one of them was an absolute screamer. And the fact that he's had a disable comment on his Instagram when he's like had one of his better games for us, I think that's disgusting. It's yeah. it's not on. It's not on. I, I think it's it's mad because I, I know that a lot of fans will probably say. You know, oh, it, it's it's he's a footballer. You know, he's got all that money. He's not bothered what he reads on Instagram. There's there's your proof. There's your yeah. proof. He's actually uh, a guy who's in charge of his own Instagram. Maybe it's a family yeah. member. But if they've seen that he's actually getting that much abuse and stick, that he's had to turn off replies to two goals for the yeah. club that he plays for. I mean, I, I would imagine Sunderland players get less stick from Newcastle fans than Joe Linton gets. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's... That's because we was... can't see their games anymore, of course. When I was um, I was talking to someone about. The where it was when when we put on Twitter last week saying some of the comments had been like unacceptable, and I was yeah. having a conversation with someone about it, and their thoughts were, "Do you really think he checks his Instagram? Do you really think he checks Twitter?" Yes, of go. course he does. Of course, like if that's if that's the mentality that people have got, like of course he's of course everyone checks their social media. My question you know would what be I mean? like, do you check your Instagram? Exactly. Per, you know what I mean? just, <laughs> just because he's a professional footballer doesn't mean he doesn't check it. He's he's still a, like what like we said last week. He's a human being. If you don't yeah. like his football, fair enough. But that is still a person, so just give yeah. it a rest. Like. Yeah, I, I had a few choice words with people who, who seem to accuse us of goating, goading fans on by titling it How Do You Solve a Problem Like Joe Linton? And I pointed out, in true footballing fan style, that it's actually a line from Sound of Music, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria? It's a song, and I changed the yeah. name to Joe Linton. So p please, please, get your musicals right, guys. Um, yeah. and that went down like a, a lead balloon. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm sad about it too. Um, and, and you know, the fact is, people actually still try to dive to the defence of those who said, "Oh, chuck him off the time bridge." It's like, um, no, 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 actually, you know, like uh, it's like it's like I'm not racist, but you know, mm -hmm. the floodgates said open. It's it's just it's like no, stop, That's stop, stop. Yeah. There's an odd anyway. disconnect, I think, between football fans and footballers these days that has really grown from when I was a kid and, you know, you try and get Philippe Albert's signature or something. And I can't help but think the stuff with fans being out of the ground, it's only intensified that. So where you would shout on a Saturday afternoon, I think yes. now people are like, you know what, I'm going to shout at him on Instagram, I'm going to shout at him on Twitter. And it's just, 
I might sound a little bit happy clapping with this, but I just think when have you ever really got results from screaming at a player like that? Like, surely, oh, if anything, absolutely. you want to build some kind of situation where they feel like they've got your support instead of they're waiting for you to mess up. Like, yeah. even the, the thing on the line, I'm like, it's against Morecambe in the Cup. It, if that's a Premier League game and it's nil-nil or, you know, 1-1, one, one, I'm a lot more frustrated because I feel like there's something on the line there. In that game where it was fairly obvious, I think from minute one that we were going to advance, I'm not terribly upset by that. I think it's no. it's an odd one that I think people have made a decision on him one way or the other. Either they want to support him or they want him out, and that's it. And they're going to follow the course. And it it just it I don't think it benefits anybody to be honest. No, not at all. And and you know if you, if you don't like Julian, then just just fine. But but don't abuse and, and make things. Sorry, Dean, what were you no, going to say? I just think the biggest issue is giving them a nine shirt. I think that's the biggest problem with Joe Linton. I think if people got to bear in mind, right, he's a young lad. You can't know when he was 22 years old, was he? Uh, 20, he's 23. 20, yeah, 23. I think he's 24 no. now. So 24 now, so he came quite young. He didn't speak a word of English either. He, he came here alone as well. He had no family here. And then you're throwing all this pressure on him. We, we, he's playing in the best league in the world, right? The most like physical, competitive league in the world, right? Best league in the world. He's not a proven goal scorer. He's not number nine, per se. But the lad, I mean, it might be funny. He has incredible balls. He does, let's be honest, because he, he, play, he played every game for us maybe like last season. Because Gale was out, Mutu wasn't good enough, and Carroll was injured all the time. So Joe Linton played every game, getting abuse every game. That takes a lot of character, but... I don't know why. I, I, people who say like, say like, go kill yourself and that. It's disgusting. He's a he's a human being. He's a kid. He's not said he's worth forty million. He's not put the nine shirt on his back. This is what the club's done. Yeah. And respect the lad. I mean, at the end of the day, I agree with Kristen. If you're going to go player, or you're shit, you. He's not going to he's not going to do well, is he? You know what I mean? Like, oh, you shit, you shit, no, you shit. No, not at all. It's it's ridiculous. We should we should start treating anyone who wears a black and white shirt as the. Superheroes in a way. I know we'll, we'll get onto that shortly, but um, you know it, it should be because I know that there'll be kids who haven't got a clue what Joe Linton plays like. They'll just see him in a black and white shirt, and they'll be like, "Oh, Joe Linton!" You know, they might pull out a poster of Joe Linton and glow like absolutely love him because he's wearing a black and white shirt. If it comes out like a, a match of the day magazine or something new, and you know, put it on your wall because it's a Newcastle player. I, I would celebrate like bloody Clarence Acuna because he scored a goal in, in like the FA Cup and stuff. Yes, Kristen, I, yeah, love our South American just plays. A deep rolling cut if I've here. ever heard one. Clarence <laughs> yeah. He's, you know what? He got the name of my fantasy Premier League uh, team this year and that is Acuna Matata. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Um, here for another 20 minutes, that's all. Uh, no, there is, there is another thing that Joe Linton does not speak uh, our language uh, fully. However, he did manage to uh, say very competently uh, who he'd pick for his fantasy uh, Premier League team. However, Miguel Almiron struggled slightly uh, when saying that he would pick Joe Linton because he's very strong. <laughs> cracked up laughing. I mean, you know what I thought? I don't think he was laughing at the fact he picked Joe Linton. I think. Do you remember when you used to get your pictures taken in school? I think that whoever was behind the camera held up like a puppet. Held like a little yeah. puppet. And Miggy was like... <laughs> it looked like a right laugh, like, didn't it? It looked like they had oh, a great time. I'd, was, I'd love to be a fly on the wall on that media day. It is but, just yeah, it was, the amazing. video was brilliant. It's really, really good fun. And, and there's a good little camaraderie between the, the, the lads. So that's all we can ask for. Speaking of Almiron, uh, Dean, I was going to come to you anyway on this. You mentioned about him, uh, we've almost said about him playing pretty well, but uh, surely now Almiron has to start in the league uh, against Tottenham. 
to be honest with you, I would have started him against West Ham. I know we won against West Ham, but I would have started him first game of the season. Miggy should not be out of the team. Mm. I mean, every time Miggy plays, and I think this is what gets him out of jail a lot of us as fans when he didn't score goals. Well, he didn't have to score goals, but like he, his pace and his work rate on the pitch is unbelievable. Like, like I say, back the Brighton game um, with Lapperty, as soon as he came on, Lapperty didn't know what to do. He couldn't get past him, he couldn't make crosses, he couldn't get forward. And this is what Miggy gives you. Miggy tracks back, he goes forward. I mean, can you remember Wolves last year when we drew one all? And Traore was running like, like we all know Traore is like a bullet. And Miggy, up as well. <laughs> exactly. But Miggy got the ball off him and, and tracked all the way back and got the ball off him and went back on the pitch, attacked. Mm. That's what he can do for you. He does more, I think Miggy offers more than Saint does in the respect that Miggy will defend and attack. I think he gets us a lot of set players as well. Um, you know, he can run run the ball yeah, the pitch and then it'll get tackled and then we'll we'll get something like a little cheap free free kick here or there. Um, I, I certainly think so. I think he he played very well against Morecambe. He got a goal. Me um, and Bestie talked about it in the interaction last night. How it was it, he nearly walked off the pitch with it and to try and get it onto his his left foot and then just played around with the Morecambe players and just fired mm. it in the top of the net. Uh, Matthew Raisbeck on the commentary was actually had a bit of doubt in his voice, thinking that he's fired mm. it into the the side netting or something. So you know, Miggy's going to Miggy. Um, <laughs> next up in the cup it will be Newport County. Historically, Newcastle once beat them thirteen nil. We just beat someone 17-0, so next game, 14-0. You heard it here <laughs> first. Um, however, Newport did see off Watford uh, 4-1 in the Cup in that last round, so uh, let's see what happens. Um, I did point out as well last night, I'm looking forward to the hashtag uh, next week, whether it's Tuesday, Wednesday, it's going to be New New, New Newcastle Newport, so uh, no, uh, okay, I, I hope so anyway, you never know. <laughs> I don't know, would Newport, I, uh, NPC? I don't know what else it could be. It just sounds like Newcastle playing a car park then, doesn't it? Um, right, coming up, the, the, the game that is next. Uh, a ground that we love to play at. Jess, we know all about the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. A what Sunday, a, what a, a day Sunday we afternoon. have. It's on a Sunday afternoon, Newcastle returning to uh, Tottenham away. Um, yeah, last time we played them uh, at their place, it was the, the bank holiday stunner. Joe Linton scored. We thought it was going to be his mm. year. <laughs> uh, if you scroll back five minutes, you'll see that it wasn't. Um, yeah. I mean, Tottenham. To, we, we were looking at Tottenham's schedule um, and, and I think that it, it looked pretty tasty for Newcastle because they were playing like once every three days. They had the Europa League League, but then their game against uh, uh, Fleet, not Fleetwood, sorry. It was, um, who, who they playing midweek? It was uh, the COVID one, wasn't it? Got called off. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Oh, who were they going to play? There was some some lower league opposition anywhere that top. What is this? this, this Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient. That was it. Sorry. Yes. Le- oh, Le- yes, Leighton yes, Orient. It was. Yeah. Uh, they called off their game with Tottenham in the EFL Cup this week. So Tottenham have had a little bit of rest, but uh, thankfully Gareth Bale won't feature. Um, what 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 do you reckon we what, what do you reckon is going to happen in this game, Jess? Because they just thrashed Southampton away. Yeah, that's that's what. Um... But I said I said this last week about us though, like going into a, going into a game off the back of a win. Obviously, you, you expect them to have a bit of confidence, which I thought we would have had when we went into the Bournemouth game. So what 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 Brighton. do I know? I said Bournemouth last night as well. <laughs> no one, right? No, yeah, Brighton, Christ, Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. <laughs> oh God, yeah, Brighton. Um, but There's yeah, so well, they, they, there you go. What what do I know? I mean, uh, they they I. Did, did I see any of their game? No, I, di- I didn't see any of their game at the weekend, but obviously 
Son got like sixty three goals or something ridiculous. Yeah, so, it was great, great week. Yeah, I had team. I had I had him in my fantasy team, so I'm happy about that. But I will Same. be take I will be taking him out this week. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Full on captain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take. I'm, I'm going to take him out. <laughs> I need to gain on a few people in my leagues, unfortunately. Um, uh, Mourinho has been the the talk of Twitter over the last few weeks, and it was a, a terrible start against a, a resurgent Everton. But Kristen, I mean, do you think that we're, we're playing Tottenham at the wrong? time to use that cliche <laughs> I think I'm trying to give Southampton context if I'm honest because there was part of me that felt like they just threw themselves at Spurs which didn't seem like a very good plan um, and they finished last season Southampton I thought quite well so I was surprised to see them concede as many as they did they, they start in general has been a bit weird to me um, I, I think if I was to sort of take anything from Mourinho's time there he doesn't seem as comfortable when his teams have to break through a side I think he's much more content in a reactive state when he plays against teams so that game last year to me yeah the, the goal was actually really well put together um, against Pochettino's lot but then after it was it felt like quite a defensively strong performance on the other side of it I, I don't remember a huge amount of chances for Newcastle after that I think Almiron had one maybe when he was looking for his first goal so if it follows a similar pattern, I won't be shocked, to be honest. I think they could frustrate them. It, it's just about that organisation thing that we talked about at the top, how much of that is still there. Like I could see it very early doors last season, but it feels like it's kind of eroded a little bit. And if we're looking at Brighton as an indicator for that, they were at sixes and sevens are a lot at the back. Like the third goal in particular with Aaron Connolly. Yeah, Jamal Lascelles. I, I like Jamal Lascelles a lot, yeah, but any further back and he needed to buy a ticket for the third row like it was tough to watch because I do like Lascelles I feel like he gets he doesn't get enough or didn't get enough attention from England when he was really kind of thriving for us but yeah last week was bad they're going to need to be a lot better defending transitions and stuff against someone like Spurs with Son and Kane and, and all those guys well, it would be it would be very Newcastle, and I think we did we did see it a lot last season that if if anyone's responsive, it is a Steve Bruce Newcastle side. They can have the worst week of their lives one week, and and then go and beat Man United the next, as we saw with the Leicester game and 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 a few others. Um, it, it, it just seems like it's going to be another wild ride of a Newcastle United season. Uh, is there is there three things that you would like to maybe see change on Sunday, Dean, that you could point out, perhaps? I know Miggy Starton would be a start. Definitely. Uh, I wouldn't start Carroll. No yeah. way. No way, shape or form. He'll not do anything against Spurs. No chance, will he? I mean, in my opinion, I think you should give Joel a chance, maybe. See how it happens. He's coming back two goals this, during the week. Yes, it's League Two side. Fair enough, but... You only beat you only, you only score it in front of you, you know what I mean? Give the lad a chance. Yeah, exactly. Put him behind yeah. Wilson. Put Miggy on the put Miggy and Fraser on the flanks. And then put uh, Joel Linton behind Wilson, see what happens. At the worst case scenario, you change it at half time. You know what I mean? And bring Murphy on and put Miggy in the middle. But I definitely would give Joel a chance on the on the pitch this, this game because he seemed last last time he played against them, he got a goal. Never know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Miggy in the middle, of course, is now a popular game in uh, the Bencham area, I believe, yeah. at school grounds. Uh, yeah. since the new game for Piggy in the middle. Um, Just run until you collapse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep going. Don't look up, whatever you do. Yeah. Through, through the wall, keep going. Um, Jess, our Oracle, resident Oracle. Um, it didn't go to plan against Brighton, did it? Christ, I was you, I got I got I got wrong for uh, being tentative with my one nil to Newcastle, but um, oh. well, I, I I said three one. <laughs> to Brighton. <Again. laughs> no, well, no, no. I, I didn't. Um, 
do you reckon? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I honestly, I can't. I, I never. I don't like saying this, but I can't see us winning. I'm gonna say two nil Spurs. Okay, Kristen. Yeah, the same. Although I, I think if Dean's changes are put in, I, I think yeah, you've got a decent chance. Actually, I quite like that. Even, even Hendrick yeah. in for Shelby or something like that, just to give the midfield a bit more of a workman like. And then look to break on them as much as possible. Ooh, we, Hendrick and Hayden's got, got a lovely, lovely ring to it. Yeah, it's it's that. And then Fraser, uh, let's see, Saint Maximum can't play. So Almiron, mm-hmm. Joe Linton next to Wilson pressing and running into channels and stuff. I, I like that. I think, unfortunately, I'm going to think two 0 to Tottenham is probably how it's going to end up. Sorry, I'm just imagining Jeff Hendrick and uh, Isaac Hayden turning <laughs> up to the match in like you know those old Helly Hansen chav coats with the H H on the back. <laughs> Hendrick and Hayden just yeah, there, you know, like probably zipped up to the top and all that. Oh, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it bodes well. Dean, um, I'll, I'll come to you in a second. I, I, I think I'm, I'm with you on this. I think it's going to be a hefty, hefty um, loss. You know, I think we'll be well beaten, um, but. Let's be optimistic. 2-1 to Tottenham. <laughs> let's see what I can... Let's see what we'll I get a goal. Trumpet. Yeah, I might get a goal. I'd like to see us at least bring the game to them. Yeah. Because uh, Tottenham are a, a decent side. Uh, Dean, uh, what's your prediction? Well, Nolan Bruce, I reckon... Personally. He's going to put 10 people, players behind the ball. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Or 11, mm-hmm. actually, I'll put you, I thought 11 behind the ball. So, I'm going to say nil-nil. I think we might just... Draw. We set up Carl Donald and goal, so it might be six nil. I don't well, know because I, mean, I, I don't think Dollar you can. Was... I don't think you can blame Darlow for the goals against Brighton, but he's, he's no. You can't blame that. No, no. But I think Rafgren goal. It could have been a draw. Um, but I, right. I'm just saying nil nil. I think Bruce will just score five the five the back, and we'll just defend to our like, to our heart's content. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, Dean. I, I, you know, I can't let you go without without giving us a little bit of it. You know, before the game, he's he's there in the dressing room. He's got Joe Linton <laughs> holding his hands. What is Bruce going to say to the Newcastle United team in that dressing room? Well, lads, all I want you to do is this. I just want you to have fun, run around, you score a goal. Hey-ho, that's how it goes. Joel, you score one, you score two, you score three, you score a hundred. Great stuff. I love you all. Have a good time. If we lose, lose. It doesn't matter. I'll buy you the kebab. Okay. <laughs> There you go. That's, like having uh, Darren Farley. It, it was like he was, yeah. To all the players, you just, you just say to them, have fun, lad. Just yeah. have fun. Yeah. Dummy, dummy. I keep calling you dummy. I boss, said last boss, week, my name's Paul, man. I said last week, I finally realised that he reminds us as a primary school teacher. You know, like, when you're, like, walk, when you're walking into assembly and they're, like, big banana smiles, everyone. <laughs> banana <laughs> smiles. Giving them stickers for good manners and that. Well, yeah, well gold, done, boys. This is gold star. You get an extra chicken nugget from the canteen. I look to be a fat boy. Like, I would be. Like, imagine being a fly one in that dressing room with Steve Bruce. Literally, constantly oh. hugging. I bet he hugs all the players and kisses oh. them. Have a good game, lads. Have a good. Yeah. Game. <laughs> he's got. He's got a secret, secret handshake for every single one of them. He's come. Up, he's come up with his own COVID secure hug. You know. <laughs> I can't, lads. Hey, I've got to keep two meters away. But, uh, no, no, that I can feel you inside. Um, <laughs> that's got weird, hasn't it? <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you know, Andy Carroll's wife was certainly feeling one inside, and that was uh, baby Marvel has entered the world. Marvel May Rod Stewart would be proud of that one. Um, which couldn't get the rights to DC. <laughs> ah, <laughs> good night, everyone. It's been extra time. Uh, 
Fantastic. Uh, lovely stuff. Well, I, I did say, um, if, if there's any Marvel Newcastle United superheroes uh, that you can think of, then, then do let me know. Um, I, I popped into the group earlier, Federico Fernandez. Oh. <laughs> um, Kristen, did you hazard a guess at anything? No, no. You're a serious journalist. You don't do that kind of thing. I'm not nearly a, witty enough. <laughs> you're, just, you're just a stat man, and then you leave. Jess, you said you've not seen anything superheroes in your life. No, no, I just, well, I, obviously I pointed out to you, like, Marvel was the name because I'd heard of Marvel, but I've never right. seen anything from Marvel, so That's I can't. Right. Well, beatboxing Spider-Man is just a hero in his own right. Is, is Spider-Man from Marvel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dean's going to explode if he hears you say that again. Gutierrez? Gutierrez? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah Gutierrez. It's not, it's not like... The blockbuster he, he, he was our he was our Spider Man. He was our Spider Man. Some, that's some a, that's that as good as it's going to go. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, Thor, is, is Thor Marvel as well? Yes, yeah. it is. It is. It Could is. I get Carl Darloki? Carl Darloki. Right. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the mind there. Oh, fantastic! Well, there you go. We've got Gutierrez, <laughs> just, just as, as he as he is. I can't wait. To see, you know, I'd love to see Marvel. You know, so we could sit around the table. So I've got a great idea for a superhero. What's it? What's his name? Gutierrez. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, Dean, you had one. Did you have one? Yes, I do. Uh, Jeff Holtrick. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeff Holtrick. I think mine's better. I did come up with um, there there's a few others that I had. Uh, we had Iron Man Keel. Oh, bloody nice. hell. Thank you. Uh, we could have Char Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy for anyone who did. This one's a bit hard. Hawkeye, Clark Eye. <laughs> Clark Eye. Nice. Um, Crafting America. And, and that's it. As always, uh, the, comment, the comments are open if you want to wear the last one. I'm not going to lie. Craft in America. Uh, I know. I, uh, made, I, made a, I made an meal of that one, didn't I? Um, that, that is all from Dean. Dean's Dean, not coming back next time. Scowl. Yeah. He's giving me his Robert De Niro eyes there. Um, this has been extra time. Uh, Newcastle play Tottenham at the weekend. Um, you know, don't do anything extreme if, if we don't score. That's all I'll say. Um, it, it, it can get better, can't it, Kristen? Yes. Yes, good. Right, okay. Say three Hail Marys for Jose Mourinho and uh, hope for the best. We'll see what happens. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Thank you to uh, Dean for joining us today. I'm sure we'll have you back soon. Kristen, as always, a pleasure. Thank you for your uh, insight. And uh, Jess. Thank you so yes. much again, Thank you. as always, for joining us. Um, this is the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. We'll see you next time. Run the Army's race in person at the Pentagon. Army 10-Miler General Registration is now open. Go to Army10Miler.com to register today. General Registration presented by General Dynamics. Register today at Army10Miler.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.